Why, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. It is me, Brendan, and this is Doug and Kier. Say hello, fellas. Hello, fellas. Oh, hello, ha, ha, fellas. Ha, 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 ha. Yes. No, uh, welcome to another week of our goofy-ass show. Um, how's everyone doing? <laughs> another week of whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. Um, sometimes video games, sometimes just, uh, Star Wars rants, who knows. But, uh, speaking of video games, have you guys been playing anything recently? I've actually been just, like, trying to debate whether or not I should. Well, it's not a debate, because I should. But I've been slowly trying to cut myself off of all roguelike games. Like, Binding of Isaac and Crypto the Necrodancer. Because it's all I play. And, nice. Like, I'm not making any progress. They're really hard, especially Crypto the Necrodancer, because it's just a weird rhythm game, and I just can't get used to it. But I just can't stop playing it, and it's just wasting hours of my life, and I, I need to stop to be productive. <laughs> no, that's fair. Uh, those <laughs> games are, like, designed to be, like, addicting, I feel. Because <laughs> they're new every time, and there's so much stuff to unlock. So, like, every time you complete a run in either game, you'll probably unlock something. So then you do another run to try and get at something. It's it's just a vicious cycle. Yeah, that's understandable. Or you're terrible at Binding of Isaac like me, and you just die immediately all the time. I No, I know Bren's hardcore. <laughs> uh, I am great at Binding of uh, Probably not. There's a reason I have over 300 hours in it. I share I, I share the same problem that you, you have with roguelike games with League of Legends, though, so I understand. Yeah, I, I definitely see that appeal to them, but... I don't know. The communities just tear me away from those. I'm just like, Ugh, I don't. I don't need to be yelled at and told how bad I am. I know how bad I am. I have such a love hate relationship with League because of that. Because if you just look at the game and the mechanics, absent of the way that people act, it's an amazing game. But when you add in some of the computer community, especially like in the lower elos, where like they're all angry about being ranked as lowly as they are, so they immediately set their sights on someone whenever they deem them the reason they're about to lose this match too it gets a little unbearable it's just like in our rocket league matches where it's like hey i'm up five points up oh, i'm down seven hey i'm up three up oh, i'm down two like it's, <laughs> i just say at a solid medium yeah that's that game is really unpredictable i've seen some crazy shit happen it's like oh there's 30 seconds left there's no way anyone's gonna win and then it's just like what the fuck and it's like i don't know it's oh. sometimes some crazy miracles happen. You I've boys have a... to learn how to fly. Yeah. Oh, I really do. I'm working on it. I'm getting more jumpy and shit. I've seen a goal that was like within a pixel of going in, like a single pixel, and some guy knocks it back out of the goal. You're like that's the closest I've ever seen. Oh wow, that is impressive. Um, uh, so there's this one game I haven't played it, but I saw it. It's on my radar. Here, let me send you guys a link in our discussion because it's really cool brought to us by microsoft um it Uh apparently this game is called recore and it's coming to pc eventually uh what's it say due to launch in 2016 on both platforms uh for xbox one and pc this game looks so fucking ridiculous uh i don't even know how to describe it it's very as far as the cutscenes go it looks almost like something of like a next gen version of something pixar would produce or maybe dreamworks and it's a super quality you're like this explorer in a desolate like desert deserted land and you have like this robot dog companion and you're like activating these like crazy looking like mechs like it looks and the, it's just gorgeous as far as graphics goes like everything about it uh is just 
These really graphics amazing. are making love to my retinas right now. Exactly. No, and especially when uh, she uses her hand to open this door, like it's like this little like hologram. Like everything about it looks so fucking good. Uh, it's really impressive, and I am stoked to get my hands on this whenever that launches. Recore, check that shit out, people. It's actually from the makers of Metroid Prime, which is like, oh, awesome. I immediately so, just thought of uh, Ray in the Star Wars: The Force Awakens, but like it's like a cyberpunky future. It doesn't yeah. seem like this would be the case, but you see like blowing sand in the air in video games a lot, and I've never seen such convincing blowing sand than I see in this cutscene. Yeah, I that is a, a, lot of sand. a feat. <laughs> blowing <clears throat> particle system. Blowing sand is what you call a blowjob to a Tuscan Raider. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> We finally have a name for this episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tuscan jobs. There we go. Um, but this is also... Noise? What's that noise that they make? It sounds oddly sexual in nature anyways, doesn't it? Yeah, they're like breathing in air. It's like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god, this is mo- the most unlistenable two episodes so far. Yeah, sorry, listener, for just ruining your experience. <laughs> but the record trailer is like for E3, so... As far as I can tell, it's all cinematics. So, oh, yeah. It's definitely yes, cutscenes. it's beautiful, but I trust nothing they say. Good point. Yeah, it actually did show zero gameplay, so that's what I'm more interested in. As far as the trailer, I'm sold, but yeah, I'm, I need to see what the gameplay is going to be like. Because I've seen way too many games where it's amazing cinematics and then just absolute garbage well, that, controls. Well, to be I mean. fair, sometimes the cinematics are amazing and the in-game graphics are amazing. So yes, I, it's yes not, sometimes. It's not fair to totally disregard the graphics because of that. Agreed. But I also think when when it comes to certain games where it's like, yeah, I can't even think of an example. But if like what you were saying, Brent, if you thought that it it had amazing graphics, but it didn't really live up to the gameplay, maybe that should have been like an actual like animated short film or something instead of a game. But I don't know. It's probably arguable. Uh, What's the oh, um, since we were talking about Star Wars, uh, The Force Unleashed, uh, the video game. I remember seeing the trailers for it and like fit, uh, gameplay footage of it, and it looked amazing. But that was big with the early of the 360. And I'm the sorry if you're about to shit on the Force Unleashed. What? I'm gonna come through the internet and fucking groin punch you <laughs> because- <laughs> through the internet. Well, let me say it was one of those games where it was a different build for the 360 than it was for the Wii. So I got it for the Wii, and it turned out the appeal to having the Wii is you get to swing around the Wii mode like a lightsaber. And that sounds was- awful. Yeah, it wasn't good. And there was multiplayer, which also wasn't good, because if you were any Sith character, you could just force lightning everyone to death, and then they would respawn, and while they had the invincibility uh, cloak of the respawn, they would just force lightning you back, and it was just going back and forth. So the multiplayer was garbage, <laughs> and then it just didn't handle well because it was on the Wii, and it was so early, no one really knew how to utilize it. But apparently, for the 360, it was better, but I don't know, because I played it for the Wii. It was pretty a- fantastic on the 360. That's a game where I saw the cinematics and I saw the gameplay and then I was just like horribly let down when I actually played it. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say you just played the shitty version of it. No, I fully admit I did. I it. I remember seeing him on the 360 and it looked incredible, but I got... I got suckered in to the, you know, have your own lightsaber with the Wiimote. That's like, <laughs> I don't even understand why they do that. It's like, if it's, 
uh, it's like almost like a different quality game. It's just because if it's on the Wii, it's lesser capabilities. So it's like it's not necessarily as good as the 360 version. It's like fucking when uh, I would play Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 on PlayStation 1, but they also had it for Game Boy. It's like you're not going to have those kind of graphics on Game Boy. The Game Boy one was like fucking really bad. It was just like two dimensional. Like, what do you even call that? I can't even recall Uh isometric map where you just like roll around and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um now i i also don't want to say oh well of course it was going to be terrible because they tried to do the swing your own lightsaber thing because we know that that can work on the wii because has anyone played legend of zelda the skyward sword i actually just yeah. bought it and have yet to play it so i'm excited to try it i bought it with like the like limited edition or whatever where you got the golden zelda like wiimote and i got the uh soundtrack with it for the anniversary Ooh la la it it's not my favorite Zelda. It's it, there's times where the sword is tricky, times where it feels great, and then times where it's just unnecessary and just a really forced gimmick. Are you I using was, a Wii was, Motion Plus? Yeah, the one I got has a Wii Motion Plus built into it. Okay. Um, I don't know. I didn't really have that many problems with it. I I can totally see where in parts it seems like it's gimmicky and they kind of rely on it too much, but I'm. I'm in my mind, that's just an example of at least how to do that mechanic correctly. I think I think it, they probably overuse it, but it it does feel really smooth when it works. Yeah, when it does work, it it is the best, and or at least the best of games I've played where it's sword combat with a Wiimote. But I'd still probably say Twilight Princess might be my favorite Zelda. Nice Wind and Waker, th- man, Wind Waker. Well, <laughs> And that's the thing, Twilight Princess came out on the Wii, and the GameCube was a launch title for the Wii, and it just made me question, like, is the Wii just a GameCube with motion control? Like, is the graphic capability the same? Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. But, like, the Force Unleashed, I remember seeing side-by-side comparisons of, uh, what was his name, Starkiller, the main character, and, like, on the 360, he looked great, and then, like, on the Wii, it's like, ooh, this is pretty old, like, it looks pretty dated. Not when when they made the Wii, they pretty much said, "Who wants better graphics? What people want is to be able to swing a sword that they're holding in their hands." And they were absolutely wrong. <laughs> and then they updated the graphics for the Wii U and gave us a tablet. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's not a new console, guys. It's like, well, then why do I have to buy Wii U games instead of Wii games? It's like, but it's not a new console. It's like, shut up, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I I don't understand the Wii U at all. I really don't, and it makes me. It makes me upset because I want to play the new Super Smash Brothers, but I don't want to get a Wii U just for that. I just, I can't. Yeah, that's, you can't make that choice over, for one game, I don't know. That's, don't, that's a tough call. There's a lot of good games for the Wii U, though. Like, all the Bayonetta, like, Bayonetta 1 and 2 are yeah, supposed to be and amazing. Splatoon and all these other ones that Pikmin, are pretty critically Pikmin acclaimed. 3 was pretty good. Um, I played Mario Maker over at the uh, Super Creative Studios. That was pretty fun. Oh, nice. Um, Yoshi's Woolly World. <laughs> I I never got to play Splatoon, but all anyone ever does is rave about it, so I feel like it's probably pretty good. Yeah. Um, Bre- <laughs> Brent and I joked last week about how it's like reverse Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah. And it's... I loved I loved Super Mario Sunshine, so I could I could totally make that mess that I've spent so much time cleaning up. 
Fuck, what's the... Oh, I was just thinking, what's the game that I played that was similar? I I really don't know anything about Splatoon, but from what I can tell, it's going to be kind of like the Unfinished Swan, that game where you just, like, kind of oh. blast paint around and, like, uncover the... It's, like, it's all white, and then as you, like, walk around, you have to, like, splash the area to, like, see where you're going and shit. And it's, like, it's kind of like a child story, uh, like a little... It's interesting, though, really fun, and all, it's kind of trippy in the sense that like you walk into one room and then you're like just exiting the the room you just left and it's just like what the fuck so it's weird uh, yeah so the game that i've been playing lately is final fantasy 7 <laughs> god for, for probably the fifth time but it's been years right and i just i sat down because the remake's going to be coming out soon and I'm thinking about writing an article for one of the publications I write for about Final Fantasy VII. So it was like, I should probably play through the game and like take screenshots for the article and stuff while I'm doing it. Um, and I came to this realization. I don't know if this game ever would have been able to be made today. Just because the story is essentially you play the terrorists, and the terrorists are morally right. Well, it's interesting you bring that up, because I just saw gameplay footage uh, for XCOM 2. Like, I saw a reviewer who got, like, an early access copy of it. First mm-hmm. off, looks awesome. Like, it looks great. Though I am very biased, because I loved the last XCOM game. Um, but in that, the story is, in the first XCOM game, you're defending Earth from an alien invasion. In XCOM 2... You lost. Like, the aliens took over, and they've completely run the planet for the last however many years. And mm-hmm. now, you're like a splinter cell trying to fight back against the aliens. But they've already taken over the world, and people, like, have adjusted to it. So, in that like in that sense of it, you're the terrorist group, and you're trying to overthrow the world government. That's interesting. So, like, in the combat, when you're in, like, a city or something, if you see a civilian, instead of helping them, like in the first one a civilian will actually alert the aliens to your presence and it'll blow your sneak attack. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm real excited about that. But that's kind of similar to what you were saying with Final Fantasy. Well, I mean, Final Fantasy came out in the 1990s, so I really feel like if I'm spoiling this game for you, you've had ample opportunities to go out and play it. Yeah, don't worry um, about it. The first, the first two major missions in Final Fantasy VII, your group breaks into what is their world's equivalent of a nuclear reactor plants a bomb, runs away, it explodes. You do that twice, and those are your first two missions. It's like just exactly what the type of terrorism is that people are so afraid of today. I I kind of feel like if a game revolved around that concept too much, and it was a new intellectual property, I don't feel like, I feel like people would lose their goddamn minds. I don't know. I think games get away with murder, like which is one of the Call- <laughs> quite one literally. Of- <laughs> well, one of the Call of Duties was like super controversial. It was like everyone oh. got shot up in the airport or something. It was like, oh, ridiculous. It, yeah, you're uh, in a Russian like terrorist group and you're undercover and you go through an airport just with, like massive machine guns and just mow down everyone in the airport. And yeah, that did get a lot of flack. 
That's what I'm saying. So, like, it's nothing really new. I think there's, like, they're pressing boundaries and honestly seeing how far they can go. But that, if that got the negative feedback it kind of deserved, because it was kind of uncalled for. Like, do we really need that in the game? But I don't know. I'm not a Call of Duty fan to begin with. Well, and I mean, to be fair, in Final Fantasy VII, later you find out that these reactors run on what's called Mako Energy. Mako Energy is uh, energy that's siphoned out of the literal sharks. life force of the oh. planet. Yes, sharks. <laughs> um, Mako sharks. Mako sharks. Uh, but it's it's energy that's literally sucked out of the life force of the planet, and these Mako reactors that everyone's using for energy are slowly killing the planet and everybody that lives on it by extension. So it turns out that you're actually doing a good thing by blowing these up, but at the start, like... After you come back from that first explosion, like you see on the news, like there's a huge picture of the explosion on the news, and people are talking about this terrorist group called Avalanche that's taking responsibility. Your group is Avalanche. You're the ones that did it. And the news is just talking about how um, all of these innocent bystanders were killed in the explosion and blah, 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 blah. And it just like, it really hits home after that first mission. That even though you did something good, there were a lot of innocent people that got caught in the crossfire. And it's, I don't know, it's just really interesting. Uh, I would agree with that, but I still think games could be made with that perspective these days. Because it would be like, for a modern day equivalent, it'd be like a group attacking Nestle or BP. Like, giant corporations that knowingly are doing horrific things. Like, BP still is cleaning up that oil spill. Well... The oil spill is still down there. I don't know if BP's actually cleaning it anymore. But, like, <laughs> it's it's less of the mindset of, like, people attacking the government and more of the mindset of people attacking a giant evil corporation, which has always been prevalent, especially in American culture. So, I think from the standpoint, like, I don't know if games would outright say, like, that's the terrorist group attacked them, as they did in Final Fantasy. But I think the theme of it, of attacking a giant company that's in their mind, doing something evil, and you find out it's true, uh, it could still work. Because I know um, Spec Ops The Line was one of the big army shooters. Oh, and I love just, this game so much. Yeah, if you just look at it, it just seems like another Call of Duty, nothing really. But it's like in the future, in like Dubai, and there's like a massive sandstorm, and it really just fucks with you. Like, if you haven't heard of it, or haven't seen it, it really just fucks with your head, with the pacing of the story, and it really turns everything around on you. To the point where you really start questioning stuff. Well, so here's here's my question to you, since we've both played Spec Ops. Um, the controls, combat-wise, I feel are pretty clunky and shitty as far as first-person shooter controls go. But I also think that's kind of intentional, because that's not the part of the game that you're supposed to draw the... the I don't even want to say enjoyment, because it's not an enjoyable game. It's a really no. rough experience. But I, I kind of feel like making the combat not enjoyable is part of the point. Yeah, and I remember with that game specifically, there's a lot of moments where the game took control for you. Like, there's stuff you couldn't do. Like, you, you had to walk into a room, you couldn't walk away or something like that. And mm -hmm. yeah, I'd agree. The controls weren't great. And I think it's because they didn't, they wanted these characters to see hum seem human. So, like, it was hard to, you know, dive behind cover, roll over a bunch of broken glass and like metal shavings and then shoot at a guy like while your leg's bleeding out. You're not the characters from, um, Gears of War where you're just this hulking mass of body armor and you can take like a, uh, RPG to the face and like keep going. 
Like, so I, th- I think you're right. I think they wanted the controls a little tougher to maneuver with because they're, it was like part of the theme. Mm-hmm. It's a very yeah. good game, though. Interesting. Doug, go play Spec Ops the line. Uh, I just have zero desire. <laughs> <laughs> Doug just tuned all of that out. Yeah, oh but God. I do have something to bring to the table. This is on a more kind of techy bit, uh, not so gamey. Uh, but there's this new Wi-Fi router. It's just been announced. I don't think they have a price or release date or anything. But it's by the company TP-Link, and it's called the Talon. And it's capable of letting you download a 4K movie in five minutes. So that in and of itself is like, whoa, what is going on here? And the reason being is because it's they've they've developed a new standard of Wi-Fi called AD, which we've previously what we're using is AC, which was uh, released in 2012. So I guess this is the latest and greatest, and it's pretty exciting. But the downside of it is like no re- like internet service provider can really offer you like that kind of blazing speeds That's yet. Exactly like, what I was gonna say. Of course, like well, where Matt lives, for instance, I'm sure he could get like. At max, like a gig per second. Um, and that's fucking amazing. But this thing is capable of seven gigs a second. So it's just like, holy fuck, that is really good. But the thing is, it only would be beneficial to people that are like, I don't know, using their Wi-Fi routers to connect their hard drive or their personal clouds and stuff. Like it's, it really, it's kind of useless the way internet service providers are limited to how much we can transfer data. And another downside is it's actually, uh, you're only capable of using it within the same room that it's like a much uh, shorter range of a signal. I mean, unless you're one of the lucky people that has Google fiber. Yeah. And also if you just, like I said, with the whole, like if you use a personal cloud, like you can, they say, uh, you can download anything they want to their hard drive, like down documents, pictures, or videos at the blistering seven gigs a second. That is outrageous. I I think I think it's good for the future of gaming because those are speeds that like you don't have to be wired in to play online games anymore. Yeah, or imagine install times or download times. I mean, not install, but you know what I mean. And latency. What latency? Like yeah. it's. I, I think I think online gaming is one of the better avenues for that sort of equipment. Yeah, it's definitely exciting that it's around and like basically just being announced. And we'll see. We'll try to keep you guys posted if other stuff like that comes to the table. Yeah, and if you do happen to have a personal cloud and it's not called the Flying Nimbus, you're wasting everyone's time. Yes, absolutely, a hundred percent backed up. But that reminds me of like the 4K TVs that are like going out on the market. Like some are already out, some are a lot more are coming out. But it's like, is anyone actually like filming shows and movies and stuff in like with 4K resolution? Like that's exactly what I said. Things are being we filmed that way them. for like movies and stuff, but you're not you're not getting them through like your Direct TV or Comcast service. Yeah, like the channels wouldn't be airing them at that resolution. So it's like, right. do you need them? No, like maybe in like five years, it's like Blu-ray, like. Not everyone needs a Blu-ray player the day Blu-rays come out. Agreed, but also the thing about it is, most likely if it's 4K, it's probably a smart TV anyway, so you can just connect to the internet and find 4K like video that you enjoy that way. Yeah, or you can be my grandpa and buy a 4K smart TV, but not have the internet at your house. He just wants higher resolution. Listen, if you have know. a television service at this point, you're holding on to the past anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's very true. I don't watch TV at all. I will bring up, though, real quick for television-wise, because this is my own personal, uh, I wouldn't say love child, 
because there's a lot of allegations floating around with loving children. Um, but Gravity Whoa. Falls is ending, and it is a a travesty, but b so good. But the guy creating it has announced that he's working on a next another project for Fox. So hopefully he's not a one hit wonder. And anyone out there who loves Gravity Falls, keep an eye out for that. Hmm. Okay. Well, Gravity Falls. So I much. think. We're just kind of ranting now. Do you guys want to play a conversation game, or do you have anything you want to mention quick? Uh, I got a few things. All right, go for it. I'll say, while we're still on the topic of TV, uh, what is it? Tales from the Crypt is apparently coming back to TNT, and M. Night Night Shyamalan is somehow involved. Yeah, that's really cool. M. Night Shyamalan. And I hope he's somehow involved in the loosest sense of the word involved. Yeah. (laughs) Everything he's touched since Sixth Sense, Signs, and Unbreakable has been garbage. Yeah, and honestly, I don't know. This could be his redemption. Who knows? It could be, I, but I doubt it. I didn't hate the village, honestly. Oh, but the village hated oh, you. Yeah, no, the village was awful. <laughs> that that oh, I remember seeing that in theaters, too, and just being like, oh, I'm ready for this, and it was just... I, I don't I've know. Heard... I, I didn't hate it, but then he lost me with Lady in the Water. That was just garbage. Yeah, I've heard some people say they kind of enjoyed the village like at moments and stuff. And at the thing moments, is, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, especially around where I live, he filmed the village. Like he films a lot of his stuff. Um, there's a movie studio that was built at the town over from me where he actually shot After Earth with Will Smith and Gene Smith. So, like, there's a lot of people around here who kind of forgive him because he's bringing you know work to the area. But Lady in the Water, I went to see. I nearly shattered my leg running in to see it because I was late and it was raining outside. Coincidentally, and the fact that I almost shattered my femur was more entertaining than watching that movie itself. Well, I feel like you walked out of that movie and probably said to yourself under your breath, why couldn't I have shattered my femur going into this? Yeah, I really wish I snapped my leg in half and had to go to the hospital instead of having to watch that movie. It's real bad. Oh, God. It's pretty but, bad. Um, but, you also so reminded me that After Earth existed, and now I kind of hate you. <laughs> Sorry for that. But... I wanted you to suffer as much as I did have for having to think about it. That fucking uh, accent. I can't even. Why do I, I keep. see it. Why do I keep watching M. Night Shyamalan movies? That's the <laughs> question. You're well, only hurting yourself. Uh, but it's cool that he's bringing back something like Tales of the Crypt because that was a pretty cool concept. Yeah. Well, he also did something with another, like, pseudo kids show's property and it fucking butchered it. I don't remember exactly what it was. But we can move on from this topic so we don't talk about it any further. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, although one show that's doing things right is Rick and Morty. And January, oh, yeah. January 16th, I don't know when this episode's coming out, but January 16th, Adult Swim is releasing a Rick and Morty Pokemon game called Pocket Mortys. Yeah. Where you're Rick and you just walk around and you battle other aliens who have different versions of Morty. Like there's like oh, 52 versions or something. God. Yeah, I'm so excited. The, it looks so good. The 52 versions or whatever are amazing, too. Like, such cool variants. They're so silly and unique and just goofy as fuck. Yeah, it looks like there's, like, the evolution scale. Like, there's yep. three that have very similar styles. So, hopefully, you can evolve and stuff. Uh, dude, there's some really funny ones. Fuck. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, man. Rick and Morty is the best. I mean, the internet slobbers over it enough already. But there's a reason. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, I think you can actually... If you donate to Red, something Red, they have like a competition going where if you donate um, some money, you get a chance to be a character in it. Like you get the chance to get flown out to California with your friends 
they put you up in a hotel and then you can voice like an alien overlord and have at least one line of dialogue guaranteed. But it's on this weird pay scale where you pay like 10 bucks is like the minimum and you get like a digital thank you card or something. Or you can pay like 50,000 and get like a u- super unique Rick and Morty skateboard that like no one else has and it's been signed by all the cast. And the $10 would give you one chance to be a character in the show while paying like the 50,000 will give you like a million chances. So you pay for the number of chances you have. So it's kind of fucking you there. Hmm. Cause you know, someone with a ton of money is just going to buy, buy like the top three and get like five million chances. Out oh of yeah. However many. Yeah. I just uh, linked you guys to the, the image that shows all the different types of Mortys in that game. And it's funny cause you know, at the end it's, I think it was like Mewtwo is the last one. Uh, it's Wiener Morty. And he looks goofy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one before. Yeah, they've updated this since I've seen oh, it. Oh, <laughs> wow. This is awesome. Yeah, there's some really fucking hilarious ones. Like, Crazy Cat Morty is, like, the third evolved one. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. This is yeah, ridiculous. There's, there's um, what, like, Swimming Morty, Mermaid Morty, and then Reverse Mermaid Morty. Fish. <laughs> so I think that's going to, like, evolve into them. Uh, this is going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm so, excited to play that. So I did want to mention... Have you guys ever played Psychonauts? Yes, I was actually going to bring this up myself. Psychonauts 2 is happening. Oh my god. Ah. I'm excited. I'm excited because it's happening and I didn't put money into it because Tim Schafer is terrible with money. He doesn't deserve people's money. Well, here's the thing though, and I don't, you can trust this as far as you want to trust it, but it was in, it was crowdfunded. They raised, they raised the money they needed for it, but Everybody that contributed to it is also an investor in the product and is going to have a percentage of the profits returned to them based on what they contributed, which no game has ever done before, and that's kind of cool. Huh. Yes, and I was keeping an eye on this. When it first was announced, I think they announced it back at uh, a big gaming convention that happened recently. Evo? No, something like that. Um, it took off like immediately. Like It got to a million funded within like a day. It was huge. And then I've been watching it. The last like three hundred thousand dollars it needs to raise was really struggling. Like it was just barely meet, meeting its deadline. Like I'm looking at it now; it has two days left, and I think it just reached its goal. Maybe but it two did. Days ago. It did reach its goal, though. It did reach its goal, but Tim Schafer is horrendous with money, and it's been a fact. With one of his other games, he crowdfunded. They got, I think, like. 250% funded. Like they got overfunded and halfway through the production, he said they ran out of money. So he clearly spent the money somewhere else. And I also know, well, with th- the web- this would drugs make me, and hookers. This, this would make me hope that he had learned from that mistake and could more realistically evaluate how much he would need for this project. I don't think so because it's, it's been happening multiple times. And the reason people suspect the reason he has to crowdfund so much now is because no studio is going to willingly ante up all this money to him because they know how bad he is. Because uh, the website where people can fund it and get like partial ownership or whatever it is, um, is called fig.co. And he, one of his friends is actually the founder of that website. So he's kind of got like some, you know, insider trading going on, if you will. So he's a little biased to using that kick, uh, that crowdfunding source. So I, I don't trust him anymore. The games are enjoyable. I got the double find like bundle where I got a bunch of them. The games They're are good. enjoyable is an understatement, by the way. The but... games, are, I, Broken Age, I did not like. 
it started out nice and I started to really hate it towards the end. So it's really testing me. Psychonauts, Brutal Legend. Oh my god, Brutal Legend. That's one I actually haven't played. So odd. Uh, the, 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 what? I heard. I <laughs> heard it gets like really shitty. At, like the ending is really anticlimactic. Go play Brutal Legend. Oh, I just bought so much on the Steam sale. I, go play Brutal Legend. Oh my god. I, but I got. Witcher. I don't care. I don't care what other people have told you. I don't care what your preconceptions about that game are. Go play. Go play Brutal Legend. It's amazing. <laughs> I'll put it on my wish list. Well. I have to bring this game to, I'm not even sure if I brought it up on the show before, but talk about feeling like, not betrayed, but it's just like, I just feel like this game's never going to get made and I already gave them money. Um, It's called Path to the Sky. It looks so fucking amazing. And that's why I am like excited to back it and like be one of the first people. And it even says like, note to pre-orderers, the game is still in early development. It might change. As a thank you for all pre-orders, your name will be permanently engraved in a special place in the game. So I'm like, well, that's fucking cool. I get like to maybe find an Easter egg and find my own goddamn name somewhere. But I've, I don't even remember when I paid to do that. And it says, Oh, you'll, you'll get access to the beta as soon as it's available. I just, I just don't ever think that's going to happen now. I, I really, I, I want it so bad, but I just have a feeling this game developer gave up and he's just got a boatload of money and did nothing with it. Yeah, I've lost all faith in Kickstarters, crowdfunding, and especially game developers. Like, I love them, but they, I, people have been burnt too much. I think someone did a survey for Kickstarter and found like 80% of the projects funded in Kickstarter that met their goals weren't actually followed up on. Like, the persons just didn't accomplish what they said they were doing. So guys, since we're thinking about starting a Patreon at some point, these are mm-hmm. things to keep in mind. Well, I mean, yeah, we want to follow up with them, but it's... You know, things happen, except there's, like, one guy on Kickstarter who uh, crowdfunded a book and then finished the book and then went insane and burnt all the copies of the book. Like, he just lost his mind. So, we have to make sure not to lose our minds. Um, (laughs) What? Like, we haven't already. Did he, like, delve too deeply and stumble into an ancient mummy's curse or something? Like, fucking... (laughs) Like, the books were done. Like, he had them, and he just gathered them all up and just, like, burnt them. Like, he just went insane. That's fucking... That's, like... That sounds like the start to a horror movie, and now, like, the main (laughs) character gets to figure out what exactly happened and has to confront whatever spirit drove this writer insane. Yeah, like Evil Dead or something. But especially with games, I see so many people, like, here's a beta version, or here's an early access version. Like, you can play the early build, and if you give us money, we can get to the end. And it's, like years later and there's really no progress like yandere simulator i've mentioned it before and i can't wait i really wanted to finish and it to be a full game because it looks so great but i honestly don't know if the guy has really made that much progress since the last time i've mentioned it which was like 50 episodes ago so like i i just don't trust game developers anymore you just you need to fund the right projects like, well, that's well, what I mean. Yeah. This project is bullshit because I feel like he hasn't uploaded anything to his Tumblr. Well, I don't have a Tumblr, so I can't even see when this came out. But I remember seeing this image. I just don't think we're really getting updates. And speaking of Tumblr, what the fuck? When I clicked on that, oh, never mind. I guess it changes every time you go. But it was like the picture of like a giant scary spider. I'm like, fuck that. I mean, this, <laughs> this is why I like the forest so much because there you you purchase you purchase access to the alpha. And you get to play the game in its current state. 
Which That's is, what I would prefer with yeah. Path to the Sky. It's like, give me what you got. I don't give a fuck if it's broken. And the game is already worth the amount you have to pay to access the alpha. So I've already gotten my money's worth out of it. But on top of that, I have access to the game forever if it gets finished. And they keep having once or twice a month reliable, huge patches that change so much. So it, I kind of feel like they're going to continue to do that because they've been doing that. But even if they don't, I've already gotten my money's worth out of it. But it also begs the question, like, the only game I've bought in early access and played was Armello, and I must have uh, bought it, like, a month before they actually finalized it because it, now it's out and is out of early access with all of the components and stuff, and it's great. But games like Ark and H1Z1 and stuff, they're still in early access. And with so many people buying games in early access and giving them money while the game's still not finished, I'm wondering if the devs are still working on it or if they're just like, screw it, we made our money. The game's clearly people like the game. It's pretty much done. Like, I would let's just like leave to it at that. think that people tend to not do that because for some reason, I just tend to err on the side of people being, on the whole, good people at heart. Oh god, you're too nice. Um, <laughs> well, people have taken advantage of my hole, so I, I would don't trust them. That's what I mean. I, I would I, love to hard that people don't do that. It's hard to give the benefit of the doubt these days. I'll be honest. There's one game I'm trying to find it now on Steam. I don't know the exact name. Um, well, there is one game that looks great. That's an early access, but it looks it looks terrible. But the concept's fun. It's called Who's Your Daddy. Where oh, one God. person pl- one person plays as the dad and one person plays as a baby and the baby tries to kill itself and the dad has to stop it from killing itself. So okay. like the concept's fun. Y- you play against each other, like so you play against your friends and stuff. All right. So it's then. fun, but it looks gross. Like it, the graphics are real bad. <laughs> and I know a lot of people have already bought it, so I'm wondering if they're just like, we made a really crappy alpha and got a ton of money of it. Like we're done. We are uh, moving on. We should probably play this game before we run out of time. And I was just going to say, speaking, the whole episode. speaking uh, of yeah. moving on, uh, do you guys want to play What Is That Sound? No. Okay. No, well. fuck <laughs> you. What the hell? We will get, see you guys next week. No, um, seriously, we're going to play it whether you want to or not. Because I have two rounds in store um, that are, one's harder than the other. But we'll start with the easy one. Let's play What's That Sound. Okay. Uh, Doug, real quick though, I will say I looked up Path to the Sky, and it says on the website it says early access on Steam is planned for the second quarter of 2015. I know, so, so that's what I mean. It's way late. Yeah, it's never so it's gonna happen. happen. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's that sound? God damn it. Um, depressed. Uh, <laughs> so wait, wait, you guys wait, wait, have wait. access to the box. We we have in there. Uh. F- Four sounds, actually, because three has a part A and a part B, because it's the most challenging one, and it'll help you out. But uh, Super easy. Let's play sound number one now. Oh my god, I'm deaf. Yeah, it's loud. It's loud. I know what it is, though. Good. Pause, because my box tab closed, so hold on. Sure. Uh, here, here can't get into the box. Ha ha ha! Oh, don't make me hurt you. <laughs> All right, I meant boxes go. in a sexual manner, like uh, a lady's box. Nice. 
<laughs> I can <laughs> I hear us. That was funny. <laughs> he can't hear us because it's so loud. Yeah, That's that like, was loud as shit. Yeah. All right, Bren. Uh, what do you think it is? I know for a fact what it is because so it's you know? one of my favorite games. I don't have a fucking clue. So go oh, ahead. you need to no, you need to guess at you least. Need to guess. I know what it is. Ah, uh, it's such an iconic moment in that game too. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like it really sounds like Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, got it. Yes. Good deducing, but no, I knew Bren had that because, like you said, it's one of his favorite games, and we actually. Early God, in our oh, shows, it, talked about that. Oh, it's great. I, I do love I, that I, game. It's just been forever since I played it. So that was like, I kind of had an inkling that maybe that was it, but I, I wasn't sure. Like, it could have been well, any that's number the thing, of games. That's the thing with that sound effect. I feel like it also had a little bit of the music with it. So I think that kind of helped solidify if, like, you weren't sure. Like, it, it had that vibe to it, Shadow of the Colossus feel. Mm-hmm. I know. I knew what it was right away because I watched a gameplay, like a let's play of it recently, um, with two guys, and the one guy knew it was coming, and the other guy didn't. I won't oh, spoil no. it, but he didn't know it was coming. So that moment from that clip when it happens, like the guy who didn't play before was like losing his mind, and it's just like, oh, your tears are delicious. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was there at one point. No, that was definitely a shocker moment in that game, yeah. but we won't ruin it for you, so we're nice. Um, so you guys got a point. Hell yeah. We, if you get the next one, it's like fucking game over, but I, I really hope you fuck this one up so you can hear sound three. <laughs> I really hope you lose you terrible people <laughs> playing sound number two. Now the fuck is that? Sounds like a bunch of demon frogs. Like what the... Sounds like my stomach after Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that one is kind of terrifying sounding. So I'm going to need some guesses. What if we just refuse to guess? Well, you, <laughs> you could just <laughs> lose around and go to the next sound and hope hope to god you get it. Peaceful uh nonviolent retaliation. Um can we ask questions like Maybe to get like maybe hints. No, this one I'm, I want you guys to lose so we get to the next round. So. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know, Turok. No, good guess though. That was a good guess. Yeah, it that, just sound, that's that sounds like dinosaurs. Yeah, I I could get that. Frogger no. three zombie frogs revenge. What is that Dude. real? No, oh, man. <laughs> I would play that game. <laughs> yeah, we need a new Frogger. We do. Um. Well. What was it, Doug? Oh, wait, no. Well, you guys have one more guess. And no, we get three guesses. Yeah. I mean, honestly, my guess was going to be Turok also. So, um, oh, really? <laughs> I don't uh, know. Yeah, I think you guys are spinning in circles here. But just maybe throw one more out, and then we'll just I'll tell you what what it was. Uh, World of Warcraft. Or no, no, no. Resident Evil. Nope, but I'll count both of those as guesses, and they're both wrong. But no, Snake good choice. Here. Uh nope, it, it is actually the head crab from Half Life. Oh, oh shit, you're right, it is. It's I know, but it's such a creepy uh out of context you'd really have a tough time pinpointing yeah. that. I think they're just so much more of a visual creature. Like if you see it, you immediately recognize it. But yeah, if you isolate the sound, I couldn't I didn't even know they made sounds. Yeah. Like, I was so blown away by like the visual of it. That's understandable. All right. Well, I was hoping maybe it might have st- stirred a memory, but all right, cool. That's good. So one, and then you lost one. Now we're moving on to round three. This is for the win of the first game. Why is there uh, an A and B? Because A is so challenging that you might need B. So let's play three A. 
My hunger for souls is now insatiable. I've had my fill of mortals. Now I want to feast on the darkest, most powerful soul imaginable. I will become all-powerful. There will be no escaping my wrath. Let the world beware. I've heard so, that. I've heard that monologue before. Oh, I know you have because I, I, I absolutely I have heard that. It just seems so general. Like it just seems like you could belong to a thousand different things. All right. Well, before you play part B, I want a guess from each of you. Diablo. No, really good guess. Oh, how about you, Kier? I know I've heard that. Soul Reaver. No, that's a really good guess too. Not bad, dude. Um, all right. So play. We're gonna play the the helpful sound right now. Many years ago, my father forced me into this machine. When I finally freed myself, I was permanently disfigured. My torment was not over. I'm climbing back into my machine. When I win, I will finally be free. Mm, that one sounds much more familiar, but I don't know. Oh, I thought by the context I, of what I know what saying, it is. I know. That's the right. one I, says I know it what it is like, now. What it's is tw- it? It's Twisted Metal. Yes, absolutely. Ah, the second well done, one's guys. Axel. Yeah, yep, second one's Axel. Who's and the, the first, first one? Mr. Grimm, and it's Twisted ah, Metal 3, by the way. That's, Mr. Grimm? Yeah. The guy, the skeleton guy on the motorcycle. Uh, yeah, that's his voice? Yep. He's a sounds like a, dark motherfucker, dude. That sounds like a kid. Like It sounds like a little per Like I don't know. I thought his voice would be gruffer. Nah, he's just like evil. I no, knew you guys won. Holy I shit. knew I heard that monologue before. Nice. All right. Well, that brings us to round two. Uh, as you see, there's a folder for that. Yeah, I think because like I've played the Twisted Metal games, but I never paid attention to them until Twisted Metal Black when there was like more stories and cinematics. Also, that game's pretty fucked up. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that game is so fucked dark, up, dark man. Yeah, I, I think the I think the priest story might be like the most fucked up. In my opinion. Yeah, definitely fucked. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, all right, game two, round one. Play the sound and let me know what you think. It's one dash two. Yeah, I know what that is. It's so dumb when they're all compiled together. Like that. I know it's amazing. Not, when I found that, I was like, "This is gold. This is gold." I mean, I know exactly what it is. Oh, that's good. How about you, Kier? Are you I, thinking? I don't know this one. That's good. All right, make a couple guesses, and I uh, we'll we'll give you two guesses because we know Brandon's got it. They sound yeah. they sound like Pikmin's retarded cousin, like Pikmin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, dude, I just have no idea. Super Mario Sunshine. Nope, good guess though. Um, and we'll count Pikmin as a guess. Brent, just let's let's <laughs> let's nail it in the bed. It's Kazooie from Banjo Kazooie. No, oh shit! What? I thought you knew what it was. Oh. I thought that's what it was. Okay, so I'm gonna take one of the Kira's guesses back. No, you're actually both wrong. Uh, so you have one more guess collectively. Uh, you're gonna have to pull this out of your asses. All right, I need to listen to it one more time. Hold on. It's so iconic. I ah, oh, I, I love that game. Yeah, I thought it was Badger because that's an iconic game. Yeah, that is, but it's not what that's from. Now I'm super. Confused. I know, I know this sound. I've heard this. Curse black. It's worms, isn't it? Uh, nope. Is it? Nope. Oh shit! 
That I'm, sounds like you it. You guys are this one. I'm putting you out of your misery. So you didn't win this uh, this one out of three, but it's Shit. it's from Croc, the Legend of the Goblin. Oh, oh I it never is. played. I even talked about this on a recent episode. I think that's true. Yeah. Yep. Oh I my love god. That goddamn game, and that's why I had to include multiple of the sound effects to make like try to stir your memories because like just one of those would have been like who who would have guessed that. I've never actually played Croc, so it makes complete sense why. Oh, I don't know. okay, that's unfortunate, dude. Go play that. I mean, I know it's like really go, far go back, but it's really fun. It's the Dark Souls of platforming games. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's excellent, dude. I love that game. It's right, like but- it's very hard, but not because the controls are shitty, just because it's really hard. All right, well, you guys need to get the next one right, so let's play that right now. I'm like 90% sure I know what that is. All right, take your guess first this time, Bren. Bubble Bobble. No. Oh, man, good try. Uh, I'll I'll give you guys a very important hint if you can't get this next guess. This is the moment when you find out every game sounds identical. Like, they all just sound (laughs) the same at a certain point. Uh, Monkey Ball? No, but that's a pretty Ooh. decent guess. But no, all right, yeah. no, this is much, much older. And actually, you guys mentioned this game on tonight's episode. Fuck. What? What's an old game we've mentioned earlier? It's not Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, what what other older games did we talk about? You guys about? said it probably within, like, the last ten minutes, I swear. Shit. <laughs> Short-term memory, don't fail me now. I probably shouldn't be drinking while it's we're in, <laughs> it's in my mind somewhere, somewhere past the the smoke and bomb. Keep that in and mind, and l- l- we'll play the sound one more time for you and the listener right now. It's not Pokemon. Like it kind of sounds like the Poké Center no- music, but it's not. Yeah, I get that vibe, but you're definitely right in saying it's not that. It's like it's. I'll also give about? you a hint. It was arcade classic. You're definitely right in that you're wrong. Oh god! <laughs> what the fuck uh, games did we talk about? I don't know. Not Pac-Man. It was actually Kier who said it. God damn it, Kier! Um, Think. Um, it was a joke. Wait, this is this is the last hint I'm gonna give you because I want to make it to round three. It was a joke game title. Oh, is it really Frogger? Yes, it's Frogger. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm so glad you pulled that. I'm glad you, you <laughs> wow, pulled that. That was recent. Oh, that's awesome. All right, great. So that makes us get to round three. You got to get this to win, though. And there's actually a part A, B, and C to this, only because you think it's I that think hard? Progress- they're not that hard. They're just super short. And I want to give you a couple sounds to like kind of get an idea. So we'll play the first of them right now. I've heard that sound before. Definitely. So don't play any of the others just yet. What do you think that could be? I'll take a guess from both of you. Do we get a guess at each sound? Like, yeah, I actually, I'll, I'll ex- change the rules so, up a little bit. So I'll have like six guesses? Yes. Okay. Is it hard? Like, is it as hard as the last one? No. Uh, this. I think you'll get this by the third sound. Okay. So we, we've got a bell and then the sound of a clock ticking. Exactly. And you and you say you've heard it because I know you all of us have. Uh, I know the one I'm thinking of. I know I've definitely heard it. I don't think anyone else has heard it. <laughs> Ooh, what's that? Go for it. Bad rats. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, that's just too bad. I've never even heard a sound from that. 
N- most people haven't. It's a fucking terrible game. All right, well, that's your guess. How about you, yeah. Kier? Um, Mario Party. No, good try, though. All right, let's move on to sound part B. It's very similar. It's literally just the first half of the first I, sound. Yeah, I can't tell the difference between that and the first sound. All right, well, then... That doesn't help, Doug. Okay, I'll just edit that out. <laughs> then I guess there's actually only one other sound that can help you, and it's this one. So let me know what you think of this. And this third one is so short that it's hard to even understand what's happening. So actually, you're probably going to lose. This is a really tough one. Sorry. This is this is not changing my Mario Party guess at all. What the fuck? Oh, hold on. I Once again, we have to pick the sounds from now, Kier. <laughs> that really sounds like the Mario is getting hurt sound, doesn't it? From what? Not Mario. I'm thinking like it sounds like Yoshi getting hurt or something. Oh, that's true. You're both in the wrong area of gaming. Let me just hint you in the direction of PlayStation. Um. Oh my god, it's kind of like, now that you said PlayStation, it's kind of triggering something. <laughs> it's kind of... Uh, Vietnam flashback, that's what's triggering. <laughs> Charler! I was going to make god that joke it. and you beat me by half a second, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Anytime like, my family's just hang like if we're talking to someone in my family, and they just kind of zone out and start staring off the distance, we like, snap back and we go, Nam? He's like, what? Nothing. <laughs> um, and this is the final hint because I'm I'm rooting for you guys. You could walk away with two wins, but it doesn't really matter because we don't even keep track of this fucking game. But it's a platformer on PlayStation. That doesn't help. PlayStation was pretty much just a platforming device. I know, but oh, this is on. that's huge. Hold on. Ah, uh, original PlayStation. Yes. Ah. Uh, I, 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 it's on the tip of my tongue. Fuck. Ah. I don't know if I'm actually remembering the sound or if that clock ticking is just bringing back all those horrific timed missions from like all those games I've played. That's exactly what you're supposed to recall. That is the most frustrating sound. (laughs) There's so many though. And I've like torn hair out at so many of these games. I know I've played this game. I know it. I'm going to just, is it? Guess, because we got, well, we have like four guesses. Yeah, this is your final guess each, and if you don't get it, I'll tell you guys. Uh, I'm just going to guess for the whole franchise of Crash Bandicoot. Yep, that's it. Yeah! Nice, dude. Well played. All right, you guys walk away We already had a Crash Bandicoot sound last time. I know. You threw me off, you son of a bitch. See, (laughs) you never know with me. But no, that the sad thing is the last sound is him being like, whoa! And it's like, but it was so short that it's like really like a second long. And then the other one is, yeah, when you do time missions. Specifically, I remember in uh, Warped, or yeah, number three, uh, when you were playing as the... Yeah, the t- the female character, and you'd ride the tiger on tiger. the Great oh, Wall. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god! Those, there were Every like time you would jump and grab a clock for extra time, that's the sound you'd hear. Ah, uh, okay. I yeah, was think I was so thinking funny. Rayman. Like I I had it's close. Like Crash Bandicoot was a thought that I had initially, and then I pushed it away because I was like, he wouldn't do Crash Bandicoot again. Oh, that's so funny. I'm glad I. Uh, confused you <laughs> you son of a bitch no but you guys I... still walked away victorious so that's Yay. how you play what is that i feel sound? i feel dirty about it though <laughs> yeah when i heard the 
uh, Axel sound from Twisted Metal, I thought it was the Arbiter again from Halo. Like, <laughs> God, da- my like, goddamn it, Doug! If it's Halo again, I'm gonna rip your throat. Yeah, out. no, I'm done with that. Uh, but I still think uh, hearing the Elite scream over and over and over and over and over and over again is hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, so that was a good episode, guys. Do you want to do some plugs quick and wrap this up? Life in Overdrive is a thing. I had stuff going on behind the scenes I can't really talk about yet, so that's why the episodes have been delayed a little bit, but expect one this Tuesday. Uh, hopefully I can tell you guys about that stuff soon, because it's really cool. My, cool. t- my Twitter is at NotAnotherKier, and the Life in Overdrive Twitter is at Life in Overdrive. Perfect. And how about you, Bren? Uh, Twitter is ABTSBrendan. I really don't know what I've been doing with my life. It's kind of spiraling out of control at this point, and I'm just riding the wave. Nice. Well, uh, getting flushed at, getting flushed down this big old toilet of life. Surfs up, bro. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I guess for uh, a new new kind of thing that we're doing, all three of us are involved, including AJ and Jeremy Dubs. But we're playing a, a round of Mouse Guard Renaissance, which is basically a homebrew version of the role playing game Mouse Guard that's set in the world of David Peterson's uh, Mouse Guard comics and books and stuff. Uh, but it's basically D&D, but we're a bunch of mice going on a mission. I'm going to be DM for the first time, and it's actually going to be a different format. We're going to be on Twitch, so if you guys want to tune into this, it's every Sunday at 1 p.m., uh, twitch.tv slash Silence. Times are like, we might end up changing the time down the road. We'll keep you guys posted, but we're going to have webcams and the whole sh- uh, shebang. Yeah, we're going to be using Roll20, so you can see all of our faces, you can see us interact with each other, watch us roll our die, and play this game. It's going to be really cool, and I'm really excited for it. And so role-playing anyone... is mandatory, Bren. Yes. Anyone who's... What? An... What do you mean, me? <laughs> <laughs> anyone who's, like, uh, itching for more ABTD, because that kind of comes out on, like, a less regular schedule, like, this is a cool alternative, and like I said, it's like, we're doing it live, so if we fuck up live... You get to watch us, so... Do we have a date to give them for when we're starting the stream? Yeah, so the first uh, day of the campaign is actually going to be January 17th, uh, Sunday, January 17th, at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So tune in to twitch.tv slash abtsilence. You'll see all of our glorious, bespectacled, semi-bearded faces. Yeah, I'll have to buy a Kylo Ren mask before we get... (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad for anyone who has uh, trouble distinguishing between like white guy, like twenty year old guys, because like we all look the same at that point. <laughs> yep. But I'll have you know, here I stay in character all the time in ABTD. I'm just a very shitty character. Yeah, no, but I'm still in character. He is. He's real good at that. So, nah, that was just me taking a nut shot at you for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> for making you remember After Earth. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There we go. The payback. <laughs> But uh, th- uh, thanks for tuning in, you guys. We really appreciate it. If you get a chance, give us a rating on iTunes. Like, no one's done that for months, and it'll just make our day. <laughs> I don't really care if you do or don't, but it'd be cool. Uh, but- just do this one thing for us, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> We're desperate. Uh, we know yeah. you're out there listening. Iceland and Ireland and Spain and that one guy in New Zealand. Yes. Yeah, I see you. Yeah, seriously. So just give us some love. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. See ya.